Some girls just want to watch World Cup. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Dale is top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 383. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. Uh, Blake. Yeah, I'm the intern. Yay! We're all here. Yay! Except for Jim. Hmm. Because of golf. Bastard. Boo. Boo. Who wants to play golf? I'd rather podcast. It's uh, supposed to snow tomorrow. You can't be playing golf. I know. That is so weird. It's ugh. It's not even a good snow. It's like a light snow on the grass. That's it. Because it's been so warm. Ugh. If we have snow, let's have a foot of snow. Um, well, you, you said something that is completely uh, contradictory. What's that? Good snow. Nope. nope. <laughs> no such thing as good snow. By definition, there is no such thing. Great snow. How about that? Great snow. That's even worse. So uh, we, I do want to say thanks to Jeff and Brian and Scab Jeff for holding down the fort last week. Uh, just this is kind of nice. Uh, if that's I, what you want to call what we did. Uh, I didn't listen. Uh, <laughs> oh, weird. Well, well we didn't get uh, canceled. We so didn't. I guess that's a good thing. We didn't. Um, Nerdly.co.uk. Good day, Govda. Uh, they uh, have not canceled us. So Hello, Vicka. Cheeky good time. Cunt. Uh, so, yeah, we're back here. Um, Jeff, how are you feeling this week? Blah. What's wrong? Do you need a hug? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, fine. Fuck you. You're you right. asked how I was... You asked how I was feeling. What, why are you blah? Did you want me to lie? No. Why are you blah? Because sometimes in the world you just feel blah. Okay. Okay. Well, in a, in a week or so I can give you a hug, like a physical hug, Jeff, when we're both, you know, vaccinated completely. So you should count down for that. You should be excited about that. Uh, I'm completely vaccinated. <laughs> well, two weeks after is usually what I'm saying. So that's why. Um, and then I'm going to hug Brian and then I'm going to kick Blake in the nuts. Uh, so, I mean, it works out great. <laughs> we all work. It all works great. Uh, we're, we're su- getting closer to us all being in a studio. That's a, that's happy times, right? No. What if I want to continue Skyping in, man? <sighs> Maybe. I guess. I guess you could. But you showed up more into the studio, Blake, when we did shows in the studio than when we Skyped in. So I think you should probably come <laughs> into the studio so you actually be on the show. Just saying. So. You know, I, 
maybe I like the random vacations. And I, uh-huh. I refuse to work when you don't work. Oh, well. Uh, Brian, how are you doing? It's in my, it's in my union contract. Oh. We have a union? Yeah. You didn't ask how I feel, though. Well, I was getting to Brian first. <laughs> Jeez. Brian's the intern. You can go last. Well, fine. Blake, how, how do you feel this week? I am with uh, giddy, childish anticipation of our first softball game Friday. It is. This Friday, it's going to be a big day. Um, That's right. First time I've played in a year and a half. So, well, so I'm, I'm excited. Call what you do technically playing. This year, I'm, I got the home run swing down. I got the home <laughs> run swing. Uh, I feel yeah. good about it. I feel good. Uh-huh. Blake, are you actually going to show? I'm the one that always shows. You're the one that you've, you've been on hiatus. Yeah, you know. I just didn't want to get COVID last year. That's it. That's the reason. But Jeff, Jeff's officially retired. What? He's collecting, Je- he's collecting the sock monkey pension already. So he's the designated drinker and lollipop. Are you retired, reti- lollipop, are you retired lollipop Jeff? Eater. Oh, I'm not playing. Okay, so you're retired. Okay. Okay. Well, compl- Jeff, it was a great career. It was a good career. One of the best. Shh. I'm going to say you're probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, maybe second, maybe second, maybe second. I did retire with the most wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you, when you show up at the, uh, sock monkey hall of fame, are you going to, uh, show up wearing your signature unmatching shot socks? Oh, certainly. Okay. There you go. That's that's first ballot right there. You're not like a Jim Rice guy that has to be, you know, voted in by the, the reporters. You're going to be in first or second ballot. I feel that. I feel that. Um, oh, the reporters are the ones that vote in the first or second oh, ballot. Oh, whatever the, what, the what is that? Veterans committee. Yes. That, Brian, take a drink. <laughs> I messed up already. Uh, I don't have anything tonight. What? Did your, <laughs> yeah. Did your bourbon stash from the pyramid fund? Uh, did that get, is that no, gone? I'm, I'm still, I'm still good. Okay. I'm just taking a night off. Okay. Okay. I don't have any beer either. I don't either. Uh, Brian, I heard you have a new job. Is that correct? I, I do. Yeah. What are you doing? If you can, if you can divulge that information, he's doing some with doggy coin, right? Uh, no, but <laughs> supposedly that's going to the moon. So keep an eye on that. <laughs> mm. Um, I am, uh, I, my new job is I'm, uh, working at uh, the pet spot in Norwood. It's a uh, dog daycare, kennel, Boarding nice. facility. Nice. Yeah. So helping her on the kennel. Are, do you ah. take them for walks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Feeding. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the whole nine. Feeding, watering, bathrooming, playing, petting. You said it's a lot more exhausting than you thought, right? Correct. Why is that? Is that just because there's so many damn dogs? <laughs> It's yeah, it's like, I mean, like there it's you're just never not moving mm-hmm. like you're always doing. There's always stuff. I mean, obviously, there's always stuff to do, but like the schedule is so tight that you're just always moving. Nice. Like, seven, yeah, I, I know the uh, I know the original uh, owners and managers that op- op- managed to open that place up about oh, 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah pretty cool you still guys they still play in animal planet on the little tvs and the in the dog condos uh yeah 
Nice. <laughs> yep. I like that they have dog condos with TVs going. Uh, Correct. Well, mm-hmm. dogs do like having noise around it. The um, sound, yeah. Yeah. Some Somebody talking makes them a little less nervous. My dog's 14 years old, almost 14 years old. I don't think she likes having the noise around. I'll be honest. She groans every time somebody talks, it sounds like. Um, my wife does the same thing, too, when I talk to her. But, you know, uh, with with my dog, yeah, she every time, like, a kid walks by her, she's just like, mm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're 14. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So yeah, uh, you have I'm a pretty right. active imag- imagine imagination dog, imaginative dog. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was that? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> you 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 uh, yes. <laughs> huh? What what? Um. Well, I'm glad, uh, Brian. I haven't talked to you, or I I, I forgot to tell you about. It, but I'm happy that you do because you love dogs, you love animals. So I do very much. So yeah, nice. Um. And if you do take your dog there, ask for Brian. He'll give them a yeah. good walk. Um, I will. If you like us. If you don't like us, then don't go there. Don't, don't, don't go there. Um, or, I mean, if your dog's just a complete asshole. Do you get just, those? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there are asshole dogs just like there are people. <laughs> um, but they don't really talk back, so... You know, speak of assholes, I, I'll let you do the, your part at the end, Brian. But speak of assholes, Bernie Madoff died. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did it. leave him off the list purposefully, but uh, yeah. There, there was a talk of uh, doing a pyramid scam just to see who would be the pallbearers for the the coffin. That you have to get somebody, and then they have to get somebody, <laughs> and and once you get six, we're good. <laughs> Saw that on Twitter. Uh, Bernie Madoff, the biggest, the guy that I don't even know how many hundreds of millions that he got from a damn pyramid scam um, of you know promising you know tenfolds on their money. Kevin Bacon lost his retirement because of it. Um, you know who knew. Yeah, if you put ten thousand dollars in, I'll give you a payout of five thousand each month. That seems legit. So, uh, Blake, did you lose any money on Bernie? No. Okay. Uh, is that fortunately because... I was smarter than that. You you decide to research your finances. Correct. Okay. Okay. Poor Kevin. Poor Kevin Bacon. Uh, so it says here that Bernie Madoff's Ponzi scheme mm-hmm. is often referred to as a $65 billion crime. Billion with a B? It says, in fact, he actually stole $20 million in principal funds that were invested with him. His firm generated account statements telling investors that they earned returns worth of a total of $65 billion. But those never existed. <laughs> and he kept this going for a long time, too. Uh, yeah. I, I always like that, you know, that he tried to play the old man card, like when they were sentencing him to jail. He can't go. He's too old. Nah, I don't think that's how it works there, Chief. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, Jeff, how are you doing yes. with TV? Have you watched anything this week? Let's see. Caught up on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Caught up on Invincible. Okay. I watched the uh, 
uh, what do you call it? Uh, the real world season one, 20th uh, anniversary or 30, 30th, 30th anniversary reunion. How was that? It was okay. Okay. Just watching the, the, the people from 30 years ago who started reality television get back together and fight again. So. Was Puck in it? No, because he was from season three. Oh, okay. So did they just have a like get together in a room and talk or were they like, are they doing real world again and that they're actually in a No, building? they got together in New York and they went to the same loft that they lived in. Uh, 30 years ago and mm-hmm. actually I think it was 29 years ago and, and they like stayed there for a week oh okay except well except for the one guy who when they were you know pre-screening uh, screened positive for COVID so he had to stay in his hotel room oh, uh, did he zoom quarantined in? And, yeah so he was on, on closed circuit TV for whenever they did stuff um, you know, I would probably watch the Friends reunion on HBO Max if they actually quarantined them in a in a room for a week or a house for a week. I would watch that reunion. I don't want to see them get together and sit and talk about the old times, especially that fucking David. Schumer I don't think guy. HBO has enough money to to keep them together for a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous I mean, how much they're, they're getting paid. Yeah, they're, it's going to cost HBO like twenty five million just to film this one one off. Hey. I, I'm sure they could get David Schwimmer to stay in a room by himself for a week. <laughs> I they could probably get him to stay in a room with uh, wearing leather pants for a week, Jeff. At this point, uh, and who's the guy that played Matt LeBlanc? Not Matt LeBlanc. Who's the other guy? Chandler Vaughn. Who's that? Matthew Perry. Yeah, I don't think he's doing anything either, right? They probably found him in a gutter somewhere. Um, um, he's actually done the most, I think. Really? He's had a whole bunch of pilots and stuff. I mean, short-lived shows. I guess Matt LeBlanc, technically, because he's had so many TV shows that are exactly the same on different networks. He had something other than Joey, uh, Joey at, was it Man with a Plan? Shorts. Uh, or episodes. Episodes, that's right. Oh, I'm yeah, I forgot episodes, and I love that show. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, Lisa Kudra has not done much. She did the comeback. Uh, yeah, that was very highly uh, regarded, although I never saw it. What else was she in? Jennifer Aniston is awful in everything she did, so we can skip her. Jennifer uh, Aniston's great. In what? In everything she's ever done. Every Friends might be the worst thing she's morning ever show. done. Okay, she was good in Leprechaun. I'll give you that. Um, but... Everything else, she plays the same character. She plays Rachel in every fucking show she's in, every movie. Uh, no, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, she played Jeannie. I'm talking after Friends, after Friends. Oh, well, then she definitely wasn't playing Rachel. She wasn't Rachel in uh, uh, The Breakup. No, she kind of was. She kind of was. No, she, she wasn't. And that wasn't a good film either. I enjoyed oh, it. It was actually a really good film. What? I oh. highly enjoyed that movie. I can't stand that film. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think Lisa Kudrow has probably had the least amount, right? Because David Schwimmer was in the a the show on AMC where he worked for the mob restaurant that lasted a season. Yeah, and it ended on a uh, gigantic major cliffhanger, and then they canceled it. So he was in the Paul Bear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wasn't he? I think that was him, right? <laughs> TV shows that Matthew Perry did since Friends, Studio sixty on the Sunset Strip. 
uh, let's see, Mr. Sunshine. Oh, God. He did four episodes of The Good Wife, uh, Go On, or as I like to call it, Goon. Uh, just one, uh, the odd couple, uh, and four, three episodes of the good fight. He was also in the West Wing. Oh yeah. Well, that might've been when friends was still on the air then. It might've been around the same time or close to the end. Uh, so let's see. Lisa, Lisa Kudrow was in, uh, Space Force. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> uh, she was in The Good Place for an episode. Oh. She was. She played Patty. You're a fan she of that show, aren't you, Jeff? Good Place, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I was thinking The Good Wife. My bad. <laughs> I was a fan of The Good Wife, too. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Do you still... She uh, was in uh, the movie Book Smart. Okay, so Lisa... That was actually really good. <laughs> she was in Easy A. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Uh, uh, Lisa Kudrow was the voice of mom in The Boss Baby. Oh, uh, she loses for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Let's never talk about that again. She's actually done way more than I thought, just looking back, like scrolling through. Really? Lisa Kudrow, yeah. I forgot David Schwimmer did do a lot of... Uh, Madagascar films. Did we mention web therapy for Lisa? No. Uh, She was in Scandal, Web Therapy, The Comeback, Bojack Horseman, uh, Neighbors 2. David Schwimmer's show on AMC that left on the cliffhanger was Feed the Beast. Feed the Beast. Feed the Beast, yeah. That was a good one. I think this is the first I've heard of that. It looked interesting. Um, we watched the we watched it, and it was actually really good. Huh. I was really I was really intrigued by it, and I was especially the way it ended. I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be like season two is going to be awesome." And then it got canceled. Uh, I do apologize. David Schwimmer is in the UK show Intelligence right now. He's filming that. So just like- oh yeah, that's on Peacock. Oh no, it says be. Uh- I don't know. I'll double check. Yep, Peacock and Sky One. Yeah, it's like an original Peacock show, I think. It's kind of interesting that uh, NBC did not pony up the money for a friend reunion. So, but you know what? Like I said, you know, at least with Jeff's, you know, real world, at least they're doing something. Like, I don't really care about seeing all these guys get together. I don't care what show it is, even Seinfeld. I wouldn't care if they got together and they sat around and talked for an hour on a show. Like, that doesn't interest me at all about the good old days, right? Well, I don't know. I enjoyed like early on in the uh, pandemic quarantine, they did a lot of those uh, reunions on Skype reunions or mm-hmm. Zoom reunions. And I watched some of those on uh, YouTube or yeah. whatnot. And some of those were fun. YouTube Red. Is that what you watched it on? <laughs> no, just plain YouTube. I never watched YouTube Red. <laughs> Uh, no, that was Yahoo, that community. Oh, my bad. I forgot it was Yahoo. <laughs> but I did watch the community reunion when they uh, did it. They, they did a a table read of one of their episodes and, and then a discussion afterwards. So that was fun. Oh, yeah. I did uh, 
the HBO Max, they did the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. That was actually really good. Did they bring the original uh, mom Yes. Back? Really? Yep. They did. And then, like, they went in pretty deep into, like, what all happened, like, behind the scenes, why she left, and, like, it was very well done. Huh. Huh. Uh, We tried to get my kids to watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and that lasted, like, literally five minutes. (laughs) And they're like, what is this? Uh, My daughter couldn't even get past the theme music. And my wife is like, get out. (laughs) What is is wrong with you? (laughs) This is the best theme music She didn't enjoy Yo Home, Smell You Later? Look at my cab. <laughs> Look at my, uh, actually, the first episode we watched, the pilot, had a lot longer version of the intro uh, that I did not realize. Because my wife's like, I don't know that first. <laughs> like, what is going on here? But, yeah, it kept going. Blake, do you think in 20 years you would watch an Oak Island reunion? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. It'll still be on. How can, I, yeah, how can I not? I mean. <laughs> they might find wood. I know. I mean, there's nothing. Nothing beats buried wood, man. <laughs> you know, twenty year reunion. They go back to the island. Oh my god, we found a TV camera. Do you think this is from the 1800s? Yeah, that's nah, probably this from twenty is a years TV ago. camera dated twenty years old. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still watch that show, Blake? Of course. Oh, okay. Okay. Have it's they getting been- exciting? They're they're finding buried rock roads. I mean, how can you not get excited about it? I don't understand. Are you sure they're just not dig- digging up the, the roads as it is? Like, are there roads on this island? Yeah. It is crazy. It is insane. <laughs> I, like I mean, it's, it's, it's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you also watch the other shows like Fool's Gold and all that stuff? Uh, only for the five minutes where, they're, where you're forced to watch it. Okay. For was, commercials and stuff. Okay. I was just wondering if you watch those shows, too. Uh, uh, other than that, I'm like, nah. We're going into the glory hole to get the gold. Uh, let's see here. Um, Brian, anything from you? Uh, let's see. I did catch up on Invincible as well. Um, still burning through uh, Burn Notice. Um, oh, you start burning? Okay, yeah, I forgot up that. Up yeah, after so well, if you would have listened last, last week, week, you would have known that. My bad. <laughs> so after the forty going on fourteen guys were on talking about Bruce Campbell, uh, I started binging Burn Notice. Okay. And so I'm uh I'm up to season six of seven. What's so. what uh streaming network is that on? Amazon. Okay. Okay. It's on Prime, yeah. I think I've gotten, I think I watched it maybe four seasons before I gave up and it wasn't anything bad. I just forgot. I just got busy and I forgot to keep watching it back then. Um, but I, I really, yeah, enjoyed it, I mean, show. it is, it, it's, it's pretty good. I enjoy it. I mean, it's, it is a little bit repetitive and mm. the storyline, like, you know, but it's, it's, it's good. I, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I just remember the three main leads all did a really great job. I, I remember they were all humorous yeah. uh, in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, then uh, let's see. What else? I think the only other thing were the two new WWE shows on A&E this weekend. The biographies, mm-hmm. uh, Stone Cold's biography that they did. And then the uh, 
the treasure hunt. The so, WWE's uh, looking for like old artifacts or old uh, yeah. memorabilia. So yep. the issue is, I don't think I have A and E on YouTube TV. I don't think I do. Uh, you do not. I was looking for that today, so I gotta get. I gotta download the A and E app uh, to get it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that you told me about the uh, most wanted uh, treasures. Most wanted treasures. That's yeah. what it is. That they go back and they look for memorabilia. Uh, didn't you say the first one was mankind stuff? Yeah, yeah. Mick Foley. So, um, so WWE has an archivist and in their uh, warehouse in Connecticut. So, like, they hired this guy specifically because they're they're creating a museum of all of different all the different artifacts over the years like um like they've got every casket that the undertaker's ever used like <laughs> on sh- on shelving in the warehouse and they're all authenticated and they're all you know they're so the th- what they're doing is like they're going through like the f- this the f- first episode was McFoley and they were trying to track down and they didn't have an original Mr. Sacco no oh. <sighs> They didn't have the uh, uh, an original um, Cactus Jack, the the sleeveless red flannel that he wore. Mm-hmm. And then the original Mankind uh, Man. shirt that he had that he made. Oh, God. OK. So like and through however, you know, through like they got auctioned off for charity whatever and just ended up passing hands and going to different collectors. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the archivist for WWE will like, he works with all these like collectors and it's actually kind of cool to see like these people who do this that you obviously don't ever know. You never heard of them, mm-hmm. but their house is like the one guy has an entire house that is literally just, his, all of his wrestling memorabilia. Like he has two houses. One of them is all dedicated to memorabilia. Has he ever noticed? Has, does he know what a storage unit is? That might help. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, you can't display things in a storage right. unit, Jason. Come on. Is this person that has two houses for WWE stuff? Is that Blake? Is, is he been pulling mm. us for all these years? I think it is. I think Blake has a secret fetish. But it's kind of cool just to see like uh, so like everything that they're trying to get, they have it. uh, They have a valuation attached to it. Mm -hmm. So um, they've got a guy like a NXT like trainee who's also like a a big collector, Mm -hmm. was a big collector that is traveling around with the wrestlers going to these places or whatever. And uh, so it's just it's just cool to see like how they uh, how they kind of negotiate like so they they'll offer them the money straight up they'll say like oh you know we'll give you five grand because it's valued at like 7500 whatever you know uh, one guy was like there's nothing there's nothing you can give me that's gonna make me give you this piece of memorabilia so so they kill um, them. <laughs> <laughs> so like the Bam. the warehouse where they're building this museum and putting all this stuff together has never been like the general public. No one outside of 
wrestlers or employees that have ever been inside. Mm-hmm. So as part of this, like that was one of the things that they agreed to do was like, they let this guy take a tour and then he got to pick a piece of memorabilia to replace what he was trading them. A lesser piece, but yeah. So like he got, uh, undertaker's coffin. <laughs> he, he, he ended up taking, uh, like some cash and then the, the barbed wire wrapped two by four from one of Mick Foley or from one of, uh, Cactus Jack's matches or something. Oh, like it was, it, I was, I was pretty intrigued by it. So I used to be, man, I'm sorry, Jeff, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say you mentioned two by four. It's like, well, I would think I would love to get my hands on the uh, Jim Duggan twisted two by four. The styrofoam one. <laughs> that would have been a great one. The foam one. The foam yeah. one. <laughs> twist it back. Twist it back. It's not looking good, Jim. Just let it go. Abort. Abort this. It's on national TV. <laughs> yeah, I used to be hooked on um, Toy Hunter with Jordan something. He was kind of an asshole from what I read online. But, like, his show was interesting because he would go look for all these toys um, or go to these places and, you know, bid on toys and that. And it was kind of cool to see that stuff. Um, so anytime that they have that, like, I would love to watch Pawn Stars again. I just fucking can't stand anybody in the Pawn Star shop. Yeah. It, like, all, Rick seems like a fucking asshole. Like, I have no desire. Yeah, they're all. And Chumley yeah, is too like, stupid. Or the role he plays, I should say, is too yeah. stupid. That's pretty much a role but yeah. yeah shouldn't he be in jail or something and it's really bad acting too like i saw the one um they were had they had some w, uh, wwe memorabilia on it and like just the acting was bad like chumley why do you have this it's like oh my god rick just stop like i think the one i saw today <laughs> the clip i saw was the uh they bought 130 pieces of simpsons um figures like the toy figures uh, and then, like, 30 play sets. And, I mean, it was really cool. Like, he had all these rare ones, like Stephen Hawking's and all that. Um, but just the way, like, Rick was, like, talking, it's like, oh, my God, I can't. I can't watch this more than two minutes. So um, just to let you know, uh, Simpsons memorabilia is actually going down in price. So if you have some, I would sell it now, just to let you guys know. So What? Yeah. Or hold on to it so when it goes back up in price... So I'm hoping when they eventually ever end the show. So I was hoping with my Walking Dead comic books, I didn't sell at the peak. Now I'm waiting for the peak to come out again. (laughs) It's like, damn it. Uh, Blake, what did you find? Anything? Find what? Or watch anything? Anything exciting? No, just just the usual uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier and going back and watching all the Curb Your Enthusiasms again. Okay. I'm uh, you know, other other than that, you know, that's that's about it. I'm two weeks behind on Falcon. My kids are slowing me down on Ugh. that. Um, so Great. tomorrow, yeah, we're binge watching it tomorrow. I told them this is oh. it. Daddy's so I guess wa- I can't talk about it tonight. No, you can. So so you missed the episode where Falcon died. Oh <laughs> no, I saw that one. That's fine. That was episode two. Episode oh. two. No, it wasn't. Oh damn it. Um. No, uh, it's a good show, but I told my kids that we're binge watching it. And if you're not there, I'm just playing it. (laughs) I tried to play it the one day and they came in from outside playing. They're like, why are you watching this without me? I was like, I can rewatch. No, dad, (laughs) don't do that. It's like, okay, my bad. Um, I've enjoyed it, though. It's a good series. So 
Okay. Uh, just let you, uh, we will do the Twitter poll of the week uh, at the in the news of the geek section because they're kind of correlated uh, together. They're connected. So one of the articles. Uh, that's a tease. Um, Ooh, that's what they call a tease in this business, huh? That's right. Uh, let's see here, Blake. Since you weren't here last week, can you do some sexy listener feedback for us? No, no, no. I guess not. Okay, well, you know, it's Jeff. You want to do some listener feedback because Blake's ignoring me. No, no, me or Jeff. Oh. Um, listener feedback um, from uh, this guy named Doug. Number one fan. Can't give yourself a seven. Name. Yep. Dad. Uh, how good is the new film with Kevin James playing NFL coach Sean Payton, coaching his son's sixth grade football team while he was suspended going to be? How good is this film going to be? Kevin How James. good is the film going to be? Kevin James playing Sean Payton, coaching his six-year-old, six-year-old, sixth, sixth grade, I'm sorry, sixth grade's football team. Uh, he did that when he was suspended from the NFL for uh, encouraging headhunting. Is that what, what he was suspended for? The Greg Williams debacle? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's going to be awful because Kevin James is is horrible. He continues to taunt me. He needs to go away. His NASCAR TV series has gotten horrible reviews on Netflix. I don't care what Brian says. Fantastic. No, stop Fantastically. it. Oh, stop it's it. so good. Stop it. It was so funny. There's nothing good about that show. Uh, and I just saw the trailer. Um, I am kind of intrigued by this. I actually would rather watch Snoop Dogg coach his son's uh, football team. He does that, too. Um, I'd rather watch Snoop Dogg than Kevin James. Um, which is kind of fitting because today's 420, Snoop Dogg's day. So, uh, Blake, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. What happened? I don't know. You hung up on us. No, I got disconnected. Oh, okay. Uh, trust me. If I hung up on you, I wouldn't be back in. Oh, jeez, (laughs) jeez. That threat or a promise. Uh, keep it up. Okay. Is are those? Is that part of the union rules? <laughs> if you hang up the phone, you don't. You, you're not allowed to call back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead, Blake. We started uh, news of the or the listener feedback because I don't know. We thought you left us for good. Um, no, I'm sorry. Uh, would you I, like we have a sponsor this week? We didn't announce the sponsor. So who's the sponsor? Oh, it's uh, brought to you by the Super League. Uh, maybe not <laughs> or not or not the, the people on social media are making a uh, gravestone and it's two days old the super league <laughs> april 18th <laughs> to april 20th uh so blake you're a football a soccer fan a football fan uh the super yeah, league, i am a european football fan correct what was this thing? i want to make sure that the you know our, our limey listeners out there in the uk understand that good day mate um so what exactly was this? Twelve teams, like the most richest teams? Is that what it was? Yeah, right. All the all the leagues are nationalized. Mm-hmm. So you got the you got the you know the English you know have the Premier League, you know uh, La Liga, 
for Spain, Serie A for Italy, and you got the Bundesliga in Germany, and and basically, you know, all these major, you know, they all have their version of the Yankees and Dodgers, okay, right, and Red Sox, and 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 basically a, a lot of these top super clubs that you know get all the best players and all that kind of stuff eventually decided to go ahead and form their own super league. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the good equivalent of that, that I saw today would be think of the NCAA. Think if, uh, you know, the best teams out of the sec, the big 10 pac 12, big 12 decided to form a league all themselves and, you know, basically leave all the other, all the other conferences and, and teams behind. You okay. Know? So, so think of think of it that way. But what happened? What happened was, FIFA is basically a dictatorship organization that controls all of European soccer and corrupt. And FIFA wants the United States MLS league to change because we don't have a B league or a C league, you know. Because you know what they want to do is to try and keep their competitions up. Mm-hmm. So if you don't finish in the you know top seventeen out of the twenty leagues, you drop down to the next lower division where like the top three teams in the next lower division will move up. Which I right? actually kind of so, like that. I kind of like that. Yeah, it, it is. The MLS is just full of shitty teams right now, and, it, and it's horrible product. But anyways, so imagine if all those super teams and all these nationalized you know leagues decided just, just to screw everybody and start playing games amongst themselves in addition to what they're doing. But FIFA being the dictator, you know, dictatorship organization and corrupt you know, uh, entity that they are basically said, okay, if you do that, then we're not going to let you play in the champions league. You're not going to play in the Europa league. We're not going to let you play in any of the cups. And you're going to, in the players that play in this won't be able to play in the uh, world cups for their you know nations and all that. And not to mention all the nationalistic fans had uh, hissy fits and said, you're, you're ruining our leagues, which essentially it, it could have, you know, okay. ruined or detracted from the players because, you know, what if you got a Super League team, Super League game on Wednesday, and then when Saturday comes around, you're going to play your junior varsity guys, quote unquote, you know, so, you know, with the expectation that we even with their JV guys, they can probably still beat three quarters of their National League that they're playing in anyway, so. I was wondering, because like I said, it kind of sounded like, oh, that's kind of fun, you know, the Super League. I didn't know that they were actually leaving. Well, like what well, they, 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 they were in. They do have kind of like a Super League de facto, and that's run by FIFA. That's the Champions League. Okay. So depending upon how your national uh, club teams do in the Champions League, they'll allot slots for next year's Champions League. So usually England, Spain, you get like the top four teams, and Italy, three, Bundesliga, mm-hmm. three, you know, four. And, and, and the French, you know, you know, they whine and cry, so they at least get one or two. They get and then a couple of the other, you know, you know, leagues. And basically you're taking for that season, you're taking the best teams that perform that season in their top tiers. Mm-hmm. And my time's up? Damn. No. <laughs> so in the, in their top tiers, and they basically play like a World Cup format where you you're playing in a, a division of four. Mm-hmm. And the top two teams advance into uh, elimination, you know, 16, round of eight, round of four, okay. and then finally at two. And you you play home and home. So that, it's actually a great concept because, you know, you know, you, you play, you know, the, the teams, one at your place and one at their place. And whoever scores the most goals eventually for those both games will 
So as long as you score two goals, you're going to be in the next round. On. You're going to be fine for the next round. That's right. As long as you score one. <laughs> uh, Jeff, <laughs> there's a chance. Jeff and I uh, have talked about this before, though, about you, when you mentioned like the top, the bottom three teams full, you know, go down to the minors yeah. and the next one goes up. So if we did that, yeah, based on 2020 baseball standings, Pittsburgh Pirates would be out. Yeah. Um, let's see here. The Detroit Tigers and the Texas Rangers would not be playing this year. So yeah, yeah, and think and think about it for a second, right? We we considered our we consider our country and our models to be the most capitalistic, you know, free market competition, right? Mm-hmm. And we consider all those European leagues and teams to be social democracies and and uh, you know um, you know you know uh, government assisted and help, but in reality, their sports leagues are performance driven and free market driven because if you lose you get relegated to a lower tier of competition. And if you win, you're elevated to a top tier of competition. So they're actually more free market, you know, performance-based sports leagues over there. Whereas here, we're socialistic. Hey, you sucked. You're horrible. You're at a disadvantage. You get to go first. You, you know finish what? last. You draft first. And, you know, and, and, there's, and, and, and that's what keeps uh, their teams from tanking. Because you lose money if you don't if you don't stay in that top tier if you don't elevate it. Whereas over here, you're, you are sports leagues. You're rewarded for for throwing seasons, for tanking, and being shitty. Well, and here's the thing: so Detroit would have been gone. Pittsburgh and Texas would have been gone in their place based on the 2019 minor league standings because there was no minor league baseball last year. You would have had yeah. round round rock. They would have been in it. Round rock. Um, Las Vegas, that would have been a nice one. And, uh, let me just make sure here. Uh, I think that was, uh, is it El Paso? Hold on one second here. Yeah. Let me get this right. Uh, I'm sorry, Gwinnett, Gwinnett, Round Rock, Gwinnett, and Las Vegas. And think of, and think of the monetary boom those clubs could get, for example, if we're playing imagination baseball here. And if you continue to do well, you can stay in that top tier, you know. And so the, your incentive is to, uh, oh, pay rosters, mm-hmm. get players, develop your system. I mean, you know, you think about, you know, uh, even even in the NFL, you, you could probably, you know, look at the, the shitty teams you're in and out. My Browns, we, you know, I would uh, have <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bengals. I apologize. We would have been in second tiers, but you know, you could at least break into a second tier, but you know, just imagine all the money and revenue that'd be lost. And, and the uh, owners are so greedy. They, they would never allow that. So like for a couple of years ago, Leicester city in the English premier league, they, uh, they finished in the top three of the B league. And then their very next year, they took the premier leg by storm and they won it all. Hmm. And it basically came out of nowhere and surprised the shit out of everybody. And it was great. Is there a grace period? Like, if you move up one year, can you move back down the following year? Yeah, I mean, you okay. have to finish in the top. Okay, there's no grace period. For example, like, most of those most of those leagues are called a table, and it's mm-hmm. like a table of twenty teams. So, if, as long as you're not in seventeenth, or as long as you're not in eighteenth, nineteenth, or twentieth place, you stay in the top tier. Okay, and I do apologize. I made a mistake. It was not Gwinnett. It was actually Columbus Clippers would be in the uh, the profe- the Major League Baseball this year. So you would have had Columbus, yeah. Round Rock, and Las Vegas. 
this year instead of Detroit, yeah. Pittsburgh. And, 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 but, and just the think if they were actually decent and good, they could make a run in the playoffs. You know, I mean, obviously. But the problem is those teams are all stacked with teams that are under other with other yeah. teams. No, yeah, yeah, we were, we were, yeah, we were pretending. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. Come on. It's like, okay, so Columbus is up, but they have none of the players because they belong to the Indians. And yeah, where would think, they play? Think of, <laughs> think of how much of a better product the NBA could be, you know, if you if you dumped half the shitty teams that try and tank for the lottery picks every year. And think about MLB baseball. I mean, well, that'd be kind of hard because all the minor league teams are affiliated mm-hmm. with the you know, major league teams. But, you know, maybe the NFL or, you know – well, XFL's coming not, back, baby. XFL and Canadian Football League are joining up. The Rock is doing it. Well, you know, there's there's your tier two. Uh, <laughs> which one's tier, tier two, two though? <laughs> the XFL is joining up with the Canadian Football League. Well, well, well actually, the Canadian makes a one point seven five. So yeah, they're, they're um, <laughs> the rumor. <laughs> the rumor is that uh, they're going to play a championship game between the two champions like do a champion game, like between the XFL oh, okay. champion and Canadian football league champ. Um, you know, the, the NBA could do it with that three on three league, the big three league or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then you would have a five on three game. If one of those teams <laughs> came up, <laughs> well, the Utah Man, I'm sure ice cube, ice cube would be all in on that. Come on. Come on. I mean, or you compromise and play four on four. Like hockey yeah. should be played. <laughs> What's up, Brian? No, I was just going to say uh, they don't play defense anyway. So that's I mean, true. And then it would, matter. It, would, it would be half court again. You could do it as half court, maybe even because that's what big three does. And it's really, really <laughs> bad. It's so bad. <laughs> and, and if you and if you score the basket, you get to keep the ball. That's right. It's a super. <laughs> Allen Iverson would be in take it out by half court again. Allen Iverson. <laughs> uh, Blake, start us off. Well, continue us with Lisa. She's got some questions. Um, oh, okay. So you already did, you already did Big D. We did Big D. We did Big D. All right. This is from uh, Lisa three five zero three at Lisa Lisa two thirty. Fast and Furious Nine director Justin Lin says he would never say never for a Fast and Furious in Jurassic World crossover. Dramatic pause. Please explain how this would work in your story ideas. <laughs> Brian, you're a huge Fast and Furious fan, and I looked this up. This is true. He did say he did say he would be. Up and Jason, it. you're a huge Jurassic World fan, so let's bring <laughs> your guys's favorite uh, franchises together. Okay, Chris Pratt and Vin Diesel star. So it would be Owen and Dom. That's the name, right? Dom. Yep. Okay, Dom. Okay, what what do they have to steal? What do they have to steal a lot of VCRs? Because that's what they stole in the first one. Dinosaur, dinosaur eggs. eggs. <laughs> dinosaur. They steal dinosaur eggs. I like it. From the evil people who are trying to, you know, cultivate killer dinosaurs. I could see that. So they're trying to stop the terrorists from making dinosaur terrorists with guns, because that was an actual idea a long time yeah. ago in Jurassic World. Uh, that they were going to do that yeah. for a movie. Um, so can we can we pair can we pair Vin Diesel with Jeff Goldblum's character Malcolm? No, I already said Owen. That is Chris Pratt's character. Stick stick with us here. Um, All right, I'll stick with it. Yes, 
they find out that they're on a transport that can't go under 60 miles an hour and they need somebody that can drive a car fast. So who do they get, Brian? Dom. And my my family. My family. My family. My family. Sorry. Family. He He doesn't have friends. He only has family. That's right. My family. My family. Uh, okay, Brian, keep going. Anything else going on here? Or is this it? Uh, well, I was just going to say, like, shouldn't they be, like, riding the dinosaurs? Oh, like the fast like, dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I can't <laughs> want to see Vin Diesel on the back of a brontosaurus. <laughs> I kind of want to see that now. Like, jumping it off of a, of a cliff, like, over oh, the can... ocean. <laughs> And that, and Owen can take Blue, his rap favorite raptor, into space, and they could have those little spacesuits for the dinosaurs. I like it. Okay, space raptors. Space raptor. So he could he could take Blue to Uranus. Really? That's the joke you went with. That's the joke you went with. I I expect <laughs> that from Blake. I expect that from Blake, not you. Um, the intern is learning. Sorry, there was the intern a, is learning. Uh, there was a category on Jeopardy tonight called Planet Shaming. Mm-hmm. So for every category, every question, I just yelled out Uranus. So <laughs> I was going to ask, was Uranus the answer to every question? In my house, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Anderson Sorry. Cooper. Uh, back, <laughs> it's Uranus. Back to uh, Fast and Tyrannosaurus. Oh, d- trademark it. Trademark it. Trademark it. Trademark. Thank you. Yes. Fast and Transaurus. I like this. Fast uh, Rex. Cool. Who's the bad guy? Who would be the bad guy? Um, is this Idris Alba with his, you know, giant pecker, or is it something else? His giant tran- his giant spinosaurus? I mean, there's many options. So who have been the bad guys so far in Charlie? Fast We've got um uh, Fast Nine, we've got John Cena. Mm-hmm. He's the bad guy. Uh, I mean, he could he could wrestle the dinosaurs. They could like have like a oh. like a. I, uh, we've got Id- Idris Elba as a superhero. He was pretty much a superhero. Uh, well, we're, we're going to have to have a, a spinoff with The Rock and Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's true. Um, so was Char- Charlize there, Theron a bad guy a in one? She was a villain, right? Yeah, she's she's can we, back. Can yeah, we have him ride in... raptors? What was that? Can we have him ride raptors like a motorcycle raptor game? We already talked about this. Vin Diesel's already doing this, Blake. You're delayed to the party right. here. <laughs> Is Blake in an airport terminal there? <laughs> Ah, passengers in row one, now boarding. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> okay, so that's our that's our idea. Fast it's always a fun ride at my house. Come on. <laughs> okay, I like that question. Um, next week's News of the Geek, you find out how Vin Diesel decided to cast John Cena. That's the News of the Geek tease for next week. That's an article coming up. So, Brian, I picked that article just for you. So there you go. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That's what I do for you, buddy. Uh, what else we got here from Dev? Ja- uh, Blake? From Dev. 
Psy guy. Uh-huh. Says, uh huh. Says, how long after Fast and Furious Twelve do they just reboot <laughs> the franchise? Brian, again, you're the Fast and Furious expert. Uh, so they're gonna end with ten. Ten's it, but they're gonna start doing spinoffs, prequel, like origin stories for and like other characters. From what I understand, so I don't think it'll ever be rebooted. You know, it's it's a silly series. Yeah, and never say never in Hollywood. That's true. And we kind of joke about it. One thing we learned. But that, that that thing, that juggernaut is impressive. It makes a billion dollars every film. I mean, people love it. Yeah. People love it. And I don't uh, mock anybody for loving it because it's, it's good candy, you know, popcorn, you know, I mean, film. But I mean, I, I've it, seen every one of them in the theater. I, I mean, it's like something that we do. We like we make it, you know, we we make it an event. Like we, we wait for, for it to come out. Like us and some friends, we all go see them when they come out. Like, I love them. I, I know they're bad. They're not great. Hey. They're not going to win any kind of awards, but Hey, you know. they've, they've got a better fan base than star Wars. Yeah. You don't hear <laughs> the fans bitching. don't sit around bitching about how, Oh my God, this <laughs> ruins everything that came before it. <laughs> Well, you know, if he doesn't really have a plot, it's kind of hard to bitch and complain about it. <laughs> but you know what, though? It is nice. I mean, like I said, it's not my cup of tea because I get bored with them. But I, I may need to go back and see them. But, like, at least the, they make money and they're enjoyable. Like, the best part is I think they're in space in the next one. Is that correct? They go into space. The trailer shows that they might be going in space. And, like, that was the headline. And people are like, yeah, he's going in space. Nobody bitched about it. You're right, Jeff. Like, nobody said, fuck this. They're go- they can't go into space. They're just like, yeah, they're going into space. Oh, okay. Good for them. <laughs> like, y- you're right, Jeff. They might have the best fan base out there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Blake, what else we got? Sure. Uh, from Beside a Geek, hey, if you could Snyder cut your life. That means you're going to have to be living in, you know, 4.3 versus HD. <laughs> Would you add stuff you wish you had done? Or take out stuff you regret? You can't do both. Or the universe will implode. So, add stuff you wish you had done or stuff you regret? Jeff, what are you doing? I'd add stuff. I'd add stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think adding stuff would be a lot more exciting than, you know, taking out stuff you regret. Yeah, I probably would add. I think I would add stuff too. Yeah, yeah. It's better. It's better to have done something and regret it than never Although have I, done it at all. I would remove all the stuff that Joss Whedon wrote into my life <laughs> in, in your life script. Yes. <laughs> Booyah, uh, Brian. What, what would you have done? Um. I'll probably add. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Blake has a better. I think Blake has has it right. You re, you rather have this stuff and then you can regret it, but at least you can do more things in your life with adding it. I'll put it this way: my life is probably a pretty boring movie to begin with. If you start removing things from it, it would be an incredibly boring movie. So you're like that. It I, would make. 
You're it like, would make my dinner with Andre look like an action movie. You're kind of like the out of Africa life, you know, very boring. The movie out of Africa, very boring <laughs> or the English patient life, like a very boring film. OK, um, both of those movies were probably more exciting than my life. So. I've seen those films. I would rather watch your film, Jeff. <laughs> I would rather watch. It's your your life is better than La La Land. Let's be let's be real. Come on. Um, you only say that because you're a character in my movie. Oh, I get to sing and dance too. Hello, my baby. <laughs> Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. Maybe Hugh Jackman will play you in the. Oh God, the Hugh movie. Jackman. Ice. He just celebrated 25 years of marriage. Fuck him. God. Come be, come be with me. Okay. <laughs> how dare she keep? Oh him? my god! How, she, how dare he stay married? Come yeah, on. she kept him all to himself. Herself. That's just selfish. Share him with us. Um, we don't know that. There very well could be an agreement between the, them that he can this, go out. I don't. I don't see them being Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. I, I don't see that. I don't see it that way. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, welcome to Earth. Uh, what else we got here, bro? Is that a Jada Pinkett line? Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah, she says that to Will Smith. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> what else we got? We got uh, Professor Number One and Doctor Number One. Uh, Cincinnati City Councilman Wendell Young was arrested last week. Are we up to four now? Pretty close. Uh, there... I think that's four, yeah. Yeah. Would there be anyone left on the council by summer? Would Jim or Brian run? Jim might. Brian, I don't know. You're not eligible because you don't live within city Cincinnati do, city limits. I, I do not live within the city limits. Yeah. Uh, Jim so could. You know, Jim, I think he would get that uh, Dana Garden contingency who could, uh, as long as we're not checking IDs while we vote, they can, you know, run into Cincinnati and vote for them. <laughs> well, Dana Gardens is in Cincinnati. <laughs> so, um, y- you know, I-, I like that every every couple months we have somebody doctor or professor number one follows us enough that he's going to keep letting us know that there's another city councilman in, uh, that keeps getting arrested. Um, what All is- I'll say is that. I could be bribed into running. <laughs> Ooh. You know what? At least get it out of the way first, right? Get it out. I mean, if you start with it, then, you know. <laughs> there you go. If you're not hiding it. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Absolutely right. That's it. Change approved. Brian's running for city council next year or whenever that's up. Right. It's up. Let's do this. True, we can get the we can get the Dana Garden contingency for you too, even though you live in Norwood, right? I do. Yeah, uh, allegedly, maybe. Have you ever noticed city uh, Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati City Council is a little corrupt? Have you noticed that? Just a little corrupt. Uh, um, yeah, it's less got, than half. Yeah, we got like what four four arrested now and FBI stings for uh, get this taking illegal bribes. No shit. Four out of nine. Well. Come on, yeah, you gotta get yeah. one more. Five get... out of nine is better at taking illegal bribes. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Half of them, at least, are too, are good enough to not get caught. So we'll yeah, exactly. Back. They're the Duke University of councilmen. 
It's not that they That's haven't right. been, they haven't done it. They just haven't been caught. That's uh, right. Uh, okay. Uh, we got something this week. Uh, face off. Want to take his face? Oh, great. We got Treebeard versus the Charmin Factory Lumberjack. So, who is Treebeard? Who is he? Treebeard is the named <laughs> is Treebeard from Lord oh. of the Rings. Oh, he's Jeff. a fucking elf. Oh, you he's could have ant. completely snowed you, him on who Treebeard is. And he would You didn't realize idea. it was a walking tree? No. It's a tree versus a lumberjack? Oh, I jeez. This could have been so much better, Jeff. You could have snowed him over on I'm what sorry. was. And he would have he would have bought it completely. He would have. I, I mean, strike that, Jason. I thought Tree it was like two people is... with beards. <laughs> That's what I thought. So, so the Charmin Lumberjack versus a fucking walking tree, the fucking ants. Um, Jeff, you're the D&D or whatever this is, L-O-R, whatever this is, uh, expert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, who, who are you going with? Depends. No. If, if Treebeard has the ability to call the rest of the Ents, then the, I would take the entire Ent forest. That's not what this is. It's one-on-one. <laughs> Treebeard versus the... But, but, but part of Treebeard's power is to convince the rest of the uh, trees to fight. Well, I guess he's not if convincing them this week. If you're crippling him... You're crippling him by not giving him his power. Suck it up. Throw some lumber at this guy. Not my fault. Throw some squirrels out of the tree at him. No, I don't feel sorry for this. So who are you picking? I don't even know who the Charmin Factory Lumberjack is. He's the... Neither do I. He's the Lumberjack from Charmin. He's the guy that cuts down the trees that get turned into toilet paper. But I don't know. I don't know. Is he a special lumberjack? Does he have lumberjack superpowers or is he just walking around with an axe? He sings. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. <laughs> Sleep. I mean, his superpower is picking out <laughs> the softest trees. <laughs> yeah, just so, go with that. Uh, well, then, no. If he can pick out the softest trees, then he won't get tree beard because tree beard's hard. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hardwood. Side note, don't look up Charmin Tree Lumberjack on images on Google because you get a toilet paper holder of a bear, of a black bear, onto a wall that toilet paper is coming off of. Like you pulled the toilet paper out of the bear's ass. That is a legit toilet paper holder. <sighs> what is wrong with people? Now I know what I'm getting for the studio. <laughs> 22 totally quirky toilet paper holders. Why? Why do you need a quirky toilet paper holder? Why? Look at that thing. Why not? That because it makes life. Now, that looks perfect if you like were t- renting a cabin in the woods and your bathroom had that cute little uh, toilet paper holder. You You're pulling you would it out enjoy. of his ass. That can't be clean. That can't be clean. Well, I mean, the it's not a real bear, Jason. The commercials are basically the bears twerking in our faces, showing us that their asses are clean. My so. hiney's clean. Guys, it's Charmin clean. My hiney's clean. Um, back to the question, Blake, who's winning? <laughs> the lumberjack or the tree end? Uh, I'm going to have to go with tree beard. Okay. Brian? We beat Treebeard in the D&D game a couple weeks ago. So are we, me and you both going oh, with the Lumberjack man. here? 
Yeah, it's the that's the obvious yeah. choice. Yeah, I agree. Was that before you beat the dungeon or defeated the dragon? Both. Uh, we actually beat okay. the dungeon and the dragon, and then we went looking for Ents. We're like, <laughs> what else do we need? I don't know. We need some campfire. Let's go get an Ents. So now you're saying it was after, after saying it was before. Yeah. I don't think you actually played this game. Uh, we did. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, if we didn't play it, how did we beat it? Gosh. Durr. You want step-by-step instructions on how to beat it? Step-by-step. Oh, Yeah. Uh, before we get into news of the geek, Brian, do you have a joke for Jeff this week? Oh, I do. Actually, I've got several saved up too. We didn't do it last week. Oh my god! Forgot to ask for my joke last week. You know. All right. Let's see here. Do 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 do. Jeff, this makes for a great Jeff video. While we wait, do you have any knock knock jokes? Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Moo. Well, never mind. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, while, while we're waiting for him to do that, why don't you give me some intro to News of the Geek? Give me some of that so we can get that by. News of the Geek! Actually, I, I, I just found Thank you. Never do that again. Uh, go ahead, Brian. <laughs> you asked for it. This is this is very uh, this is very uh, topical for our uh, our opening. So, uh, Jeff, what happened when the cast of Friends were stuck out at sea in a life raft? I don't know what happened when the cast of Friends was stuck out at sea in a life raft. They were fine because Lisa could row. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, oh, that's, uh, 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 hey, they all can't be winners. <laughs> Remember when we were a comic book podcast? I miss those days. <laughs> yeah, we stopped reading comic books, Jason. Yeah, we did. Speaking Remember when we were an books. actual history podcast? I do remember I that. Up my Berserker, volume one. Berserker. Nice, the Keanu Reeves movie, uh, comic book. Yeah. Hey, J- hey, Blake, we used to be a history podcast, but that's in the past. <laughs> Why don't you, uh, you 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 stole the intern's joke for next week? I think I did. <laughs> That's okay. I've got I've got probably forty five or fifty saved, so I got plenty of plenty of good ones. So you're saying we're at least going to episode four thirty? We're at least going to episode four thirty then? Okay, we can't quit before then because I want to get through all your jokes, Brian. Uh, it's a highlight every week. It's a highlight. Uh, let's see. Or we could just do an entire episode uh, of intern jokes. I was actually surprised you guys didn't do that last week. I, uh, yeah, I thought that was last week. <laughs> we had to do the Oscars, man. We talked Oscars last week. Uh, let's see here. Uh, News of the Geek. Per deadline, dun, 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 dun. Kevin Smith, next film, Kilroy Was Here, is going to the NFT market. With the director set to sell the rights to the film by via blockchain, Smith will auction off the horror anthology as a non-fungible token. With the owner gaining the rights to exhibit, distribute, and stream the movie. "Quote: As an indie artist, I'm always looking oh, for a new boy. platform to tell uh, through which to tell a story, and crypto has the potential to do that. And while also, hey, hold on a second. Yeah, 
does Kevin Smith still qualify as an indie artist? No, no. I think after his first clerks, he was he was an indie artist. But after he did two and then three and all that other bullshit, he's no longer indie. I don't know. Well, what what makes you indie? Because his last what five or six movies have all been independently financed. That's true. He may be independent. They were shitty ass movies. But... Yeah, but were they in black and white? <laughs> Is that the no. that they're in? And they had no gay cowboys either. <laughs> the, the artist is very and indie. no gay cowboys. That's right. Um, <laughs> crypto has the potential to provide that while also intersecting with our almost twenty-five years of experience selling real-world collectibles online at the brick and mortar Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. Back in nineteen ninety-four, we took clerks up to Sundance and sold it. Selling Kilroy as an NFT feels very similar. Whoever buys it could choose to monetize it traditionally or simply own a film that nobody ever sees but them. We're not trying to raise financing by selling NFTs for a Kilroy movie. The completed Kilroy movie is the NFT. Uh, If this works, we suddenly have a new stage on which I and other better artists than me can tell stories. Uh, Non-traditional monetization is nothing new for Smith. I'm sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, this just seems dumb to me. Because well, some asshole with a bunch of money could buy it, and then nobody will ever see it. Correct. And you know what? Based on, like Jeff said, the last six Kevin Smith films, that may not be a bad thing. Um, Smith, who held an auction for the rights to Red State at Sundance in 2011, only to buy it himself, which was a move criticized for, by many as a publicity stunt. Uh, Lionsgate ultimately got the rights to that film's packaged media, while Smith's modcast had the theatrical rights. That would not be the case with Kilroy, uh, whose rights will entirely go to the purchaser. The film stars Azita Gonzada, Ryan O'Nan, Harley Quinn Smith. Oh, dear God. Uh, Chris Jericho. Wait a minute. Chris Jericho? Jason Mewes, Ralph Garman, and Justin Kuxlini. There you go. Who wants to uh, chip in money? We got any of the PPP loan left? No. Wait, wait, wait. It's Nothing said they... They are anti-taking IOUs. Oh, which, in all honesty, is going to be bigger than digital currency. So I think you, you might be, we might be okay. Let's do that. I do have one question though. Yeah. Well, what is NFT? It's a non-fungible token. So basically, and I'm not an expert I, on this at all. I'll give you what I know from. My experience. WWE, yes, wrestling, uh, sold a ton of these Undertaker NFTs. And they're basically like pictures and gifts and that stuff, right? Uh, And you you can make them anything. But like there was one picture of the Undertaker, um, and I forget what it was from, that sold for $60,000. And so basically they can, that person who buys it can now monetize that any way they want. A lot of it is, though, that they trade it for other NFTs or other items through digital currency. So I don't think you can actually cash it out. Like, you can't get, like, into a bank vault. Like, here's $50,000. But you get you can monetize it into other digital currency. So that's what I have I've seen from it. So I don't. Oh, I've got some Dogecoin that I like to offer Kevin Smith. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like Jeff at this point, 
I'm too old to worry about what a fuck NFT is, and I just don't care enough anymore. I just don't care. So. If it ain't Venmo, I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't even have Venmo. <laughs> Damn it. I don't. I haven't used PayPal for like 20 years, and all payment options online come up with PayPal. I'm like, who the hell still uses PayPal? Me. Me. <laughs> I get paid in PayPal <laughs> through some of my freelance stuff. <laughs> So I, I have it that way. Uh, Doesn't yeah. PayPal own Venmo though? Yes. Yeah. No. Oh. So okay. can I use my Venmo account to use PayPal, or do I have to get a second one? Ah, uh, that I have no clue. Blake, you still owe me twenty dollars. So Venmo by PayPal. See if you can do it that way, Blake. <laughs> See if you do that. Oh yeah, that's why you're showing up Friday. I owe you $20. Where's my money, bitch? It's not to play softball. Where's my money, bitch? You better have it. <laughs> bitch better have my money. So. Yeah. Uh, per uh, Collider. Collider. Uh, the arrival of Toy Story in 1995 forever changed how we see movies. Woo. No. Uh, let's see. Basically, uh, Collider uh, ranked the top 20. Collider. Uh, ranked 23 of the Pixar films. And they updated from the last time they did in 2013, I think it was. So we won't go through all of them. But I'll just tell you like the blocks Thank of them. God. Yes, we will. We'll go. So through let's all see. Of them. Let's see. You 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 posted this on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's Twitter poll of the week, yep. and now you have it in News of the Geek, man. I'm just on. Aren't the, uh, you? I think I think I think you have a problem. Maybe we like, but but we we like uh, 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 rankings. Pixar. <laughs> Pixar, that's the word. I was going to say, we like Twitter. I'm like, that's the wrong one. We like Pixar. Bottom, yeah, that's, that's bot, what I meant. Bottom five, Cars 2, completely agree. Horrible film. The good, Shut up, Blake. Uh, the Good Dinosaur, agree. Cars 3, A Bug's Life. Jeff, give, us, give some respect for Bug's Life. Bug's Life, no. No, that's terrible ranking for A Bug's Life. And Brent. I mean, there, there's a... Uh, it's better than at least a dozen of these other films. I agree. Um, Brave is number 19. I don't have a problem with that. Brave is, eh. I like the lead, but the story was bad. Um, then you got the middle. Yeah, you like redheads. Yeah, I do. Uh, top 10 is either. Is Especially a, Irish ones. Arr, where's my potato? That's not Irish. Uh, <laughs> top 10, uh, Ratatouille, Soul. Coco, <laughs> up and Toy Hold Story. Hold on, what what accent was that? Uh, an Irish Scottish person. <laughs> my potatoes. Where are my potatoes? I can't eat anything but potatoes. Um, I like Coco. I think that could be in the top five. Up, I think, is way too high. Yeah. I like. I think Jim has mentioned before the top. The first twenty minutes is the best Pixar has ever done, and then the rest of it is. Eh. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, then there's still another hour and 20 minutes after that. Uh, Hold on a second. Did you say up was way too high? Ah! Uh, Top five? Um, I'll tell you what. Oh, no, I'll I'll wait. Top five, uh, The Incredibles, Monsters, Inc. I think that's way too high. Inside Out, fuck that movie. Uh, I like it, except for sadness. Uh, WALL-E, which I don't think I've ever seen all of it. And number one is Finding Nemo. Okay, Wally's is, way too high. 
Nemo's. I've never seen Inside Out. Finding Nemo's good. It would probably make my top five, but not my number one. No. No. You know, you you do a lot of complaining of way too high. What's way too low? Coco. Coco. Uh, I would uh, put that Bugs Life. Five. Bugs Toy Life. Toy Story 3. Uh, Even Toy Story 2, I think, is really good. Um, yeah. Toy Story 4 should be lower. Uh, that should that should be Toy Story four, four. I'm sorry, Toy Story four should be in the bottom five. To be honest, um, and Toy Story should probably be in the top five. So mm. it's just move up a couple. But I mean, I don't think. And then there's the ones I hadn't seen in the middle there. So like Inside Out, Coco, Soul, Toy Story you know, four. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have seen. to post this link in the in your Twitter release so that people have a visual reference to see what you're looking at. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll send this out, but that, that's the top, there you go. That's the thing. Uh, we had a Twitter poll of the week based on that, based on Collider's article. Uh, ah, what is your Collider? Fav- what is your favorite Pixar film? In, uh, yes, I know. Well, uh, Finding Nemo was last at seven percent. Inside Out was fourteen percent, and Wall-E was at twenty nine percent. Fifty percent said other, and then they did not enough people listed the others. They just picked other. <laughs> So uh, they had Brave. Apparently six people did. <laughs> Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., and Incredibles. So if you uh, pick others, I chose other, and my uh, my response was not logged. Pixels is not a Pixar film. Stop it. I disagree. <laughs> In fact, it's, it's barely a film. <laughs> so just saying. Pixels is a Pixar. Uh. And then this is Blake's uh, favorite uh, favorite article of the week. Per eat this, not that. There are times we hear about recalls or concerns about foods ingredients, but we might easily dismiss the news because it doesn't pertain to a product we buy. Uh, unfortunately, that is not the case for a food that may many of us might have in our pantries. Uh, let's see. The brand best known for mac and cheese for decades is being sued for allegedly using an ingredient that's been shown to harm the health of some children for years leading to hormonal issues, asthma, and more. There it is. Kraft macaroni Honest and cheese. Allegedly. Con- sorry, Jeff. Worst Jeff. macaroni and cheese on the market. The powder is too powdery. Not, and apparently will lead to uh, child development problems. Hormonal issues, asthma, and I like how it just says, and more. You're like, what? And more? <laughs> And more. It allegedly I mean, who would have thought that a cheese that comes as a dried, <laughs> dried powdery substance? Here, here's the other. Be good for you in a nuclear color. <laughs> uh, here you go, Blake. The other ones are allergies and obesity. <laughs> <laughs> obesity. You know well, that's that. just food, isn't it? <laughs> Too much food will lead to obesity. It has nothing to do with the carb loading with all the pasta it's combined with. <laughs> it's not entirely clear what led two plaintiffs to bring a case against the Kraft Heinz company in, on April 5th in the Northern District of California. However, yeah, I like it. It's not entirely clear. <laughs> immediate but research. These two people somehow got it. Go well, it is California. I will say that. Uh, immediate research suggests that at least one of the plaintiffs could possibly have someone in their family who may have been negatively impacted by the chemical that the plaintiffs are calling the Kraft Heinz, Camp, Kraft Heinz Company out for. 
Uh, I kind of don't know offense, but I kind of think you have to be negative. Shouldn't you have to be negatively affected by it to be suing them in the first place? Not necessarily because it could. I mean, can I sue them? Yeah, but it, it would probably be thrown out. You would have to have, in theory, you would have to have some type of connection to it. You would have to yeah, prove. Yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. You would have to prove that it's negatively affected you, like you said, in some way. Uh, for I, it to I continue. would. I would probably say it has affected Jeff as he as part of the and more. I mean, <laughs> he couldn't even match socks for softball. Yeah, but the thing is, I did. I don't use their product. <laughs> <laughs> You're, uh, you're ruining the lawsuit. Oh, some consumer it, advocates Jeff. have been reportedly been calling on the makers of Kraft Mac and Cheese to remove pathlets, pathlots. Yeah, this is what, good, say that you again. can pronounce say this. That again. I would be impressed. <laughs> I think that's the only reason he even sent this article to you is to have you try and pronounce that word. Pathlots <laughs> from the products in 2017. Like so it makes a f- sound. <laughs> 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 How do you how do you pronounce P H T H A L A T E S? A two thousand manatees. Manatees. Thalets. They're asking me. Kraft has Pilates in their mac and cheese. <laughs> Pilates. <laughs> if they did, you wouldn't be obese from it. So you could that it kind of counteracts. A two thousand fifteen study found that quote immunological <laughs> changes, including increased propensity. To develop wheeze. There's no S in propensity. <laughs> propensity, Jason? Come on. Propensity. What? What is that? To develop wheezing, allergy, and asthma after dietary and inhalation exposure to these chemicals may be occurring. You know what? I don't like okay, this article. Okay, if you're anymore. inhaling the cheese powder, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Just gonna mix I it mean, in with a little milk. Yeah, I, I'm going to say I'm not going to hold Kraft responsible if people are snorting the, the cheese. Uh, is this on the TikTok challenge? Inhale the mac and cheese powder? Is that what it is? Probably. Oh, my God. I don't even know. I did like the other is obesity. Eh, who knew? Who knew? Uh, yeah, I knew that great. food was a leading cause of obesity. <laughs> God, I can't. I can't handle this world anymore. Oh, my God. Okay, Jeff. Seriously, like everything yeah. should just have on the label. It should just say it's probably going to kill you sometime down the road. Well, this like, product may kill you. I did like it tastes good. I did like the. The new warning they said that they're going to put on the Johnson and Johnson vaccine may cause blood clots in that. And then you're like, but it's still better than the alternative. <laughs> so <laughs> you may die, but you may die over here. What was it? Yeah, it's like six out of seven million. Yeah, and I get that. I'm I'm not trying to, you know, make a thing about it, but it's just kind of yeah. like you were going well, to put a warning. Every on every that's right. Every death a tragedy, of course. That's right, that's right. Except for Bernie Madoff. Fuck him. Yeah, except for that asshole and Hitler, fuck him, and and pedophiles. Yeah, and probably punches Pilate. He didn't do enough to stop a deity from being crucified. I mean, that's just yeah, <laughs> probably him too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jeff, hit us up with some box office news, buddy. Box office news and report from April sixteenth through April eighteenth of twenty twenty one. 
coming in at number one for the th- third straight week, I think. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong making seven point seven million, a total of eighty and a half million on a one hundred and sixty million dollar budget. Uh, worldwide, it has made more than King of Monsters, the last one. So. Ooh. Uh, coming in at second, nobody made another two and a half million, a total of nineteen million on a sixteen million dollar budget. So, I'm giving I'll, it props. It got it. it's. I would like to see that one too, and it got its budget back at the U.S. box office, you which can, is something we haven't that's seen good. much. And, and I've heard a lot of good things about it. Isn't it close to being able to stream soon? This week, this weekend. Yeah. I'll probably watch it this weekend. That's what I'm thinking I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah, last, I think, uh, sometime over the weekend maybe, or uh, like last Friday, uh, Bob Odenkirk uh, live-tweeted it. Like, he watched it, and he was, like, people <laughs> were watching it, and he live-tweeted along with them. Nice. It's kind of cool. That's cool. I tried try not to... To pay attention though, because I, I wanted to. I, I hadn't, you know, I wanted, yeah. I wanted to see the whole movie. So, are you going to relive it, like watch the movie, and then every couple uh, minutes look down and and see. go over, you know, bottom yeah. old tweets? Uh, <laughs> suppose uh, supposedly there's a twist in the film. I don't know what the twist is, but like it changes. Like what? It's you- a little turn that when the. Uh, you know, if you got a long string of something, uh, it's a, it's uh, a Twizzler. Know. Thank you, Mel Brooks. Think, think about Hacksaw Jim Duggan's two by four. Exactly. Oh, I got it now. Never. If you the twist what? is big enough, that then the film might run through backwards. I've seen that happen. What's number three? <laughs> uh, number three this week, The Unholy made another two million, a total of nine and a half million on a ten million dollar budget. Almost there. Should get there next week. This is not going Raya, to be there next week. No. Raya and the Last Dragon made $2 million, a total of $37.7 million on a $140 million budget. But it made a ton of money overseas and on uh, Disney Plus uh, special buy thing, whatever they call their $30 so you can watch this movie early. Mm-hmm. Disney premiere. A premiere. There you go. And somehow Tom and Jerry is back in the top five <laughs> with another $1 million, total of $42.6 million on a $79 million budget. Your, your favorite movie's back, Jay. Yeah, this, this does not make me happy at all. At all. Stop seeing this film. Go see Raya and the Last Dragon. <sighs> Go watch the old the old uncensored cartoon shows and be better. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, what else, what else we got, Jeff? Uh, coming up, uh, opening uh, in the theaters on April twenty third of twenty twenty one, we have Together Together. Do you have this one? I do. No, oh, go ahead. Huh? I do. I'll, oh, I'll let you all ahead, take care of it. So. Uh, together, together, uh, when a young loner becomes the gestational surrogate for a single man in his 40s, the two strangers come to realize this unexpected relationship will challenge their perceptions of connection, boundaries, and the particulars of love. So it's like Pinocchio. Gotcha. 
just like it. Who's in it? Anybody I heard of? Uh, Patty Harrison, Ed Helms. No, oh, got an Ed Helms song. Uh, Nora Dunn. Wow, there's a Nora Dunn site. <laughs> Tig Notaro. Okay. Uh, nobody else that I've ever heard of. Okay. Um, also opening, we have Street Gang, colon, How We Got to Sesame Street. When Oscar the Grouch gets into a fight <laughs> with Big Bird, he decides to start his own street gang and takes back the streets of Sesame Street. What side will Bert and Ernie... The conflict leads to difficulties in relationships, especially between lovers Bert and Ernie and Snuffleupagus and Big Bird. Which side will each choose? There you go. <laughs> and then also coming out, we have... It's rated R. <laughs> Some Elmo on Big Bird action. <laughs> and wet season Don't and trigger me. point. <laughs> Hey, a wet season sounds intriguing. What is that? It's a porn. It's a kid gets abandoned. A student is abandoned by his parents. I think he develops a bond with his teacher. I'm serious. That actually actually is the one. (laughs) Sure it's not a porn? (laughs) A teacher forms a bond with a student that has been abandoned by his parents. Uh, It's a Taiwanese film. So there you go. Uh, and trigger point is, uh, I, I don't have anything clever for that one. Damn it. <laughs> Brian, you got anything? I can tell you what it really is about. Trigger point. Go ahead. Go ahead. A retired U S special ops who becomes part of an elite invisible team that quietly takes out the worst villains around the world. That is the most generic. Did you make that yeah. up? Because that's the most generic synopsis of any Nobody. film. So sounds, sounds like a legitimized uh, hit squad. So uh, basically based on the, the trailer and the picture that it shows, mm-hmm. it's just Barry Pepper as a sniper. <laughs> so I'm in. He's typecast. Okay, it's you're making Barry this up. Barry Pepper taking people out. You're making this, you're Barry, making this up. Barry Pepper. A sniper, he's typecast from you know from every, Saving Private Ryan. Every other film he's made, did he did he quote biblical quotes while he before he shoots? Oh God! Well, that's an action movie. Speaking of action movies, we got a top five this week. That is favorite action movie since two thousand. Yeah! Dun dun action. Jeff, what do you got for your top five action favorite action movies since 2000? Number five. Oh, you're starting with me? Let I me bring this up. Starting with you. Uh, my number five, well, I'll put this out there to begin with. I didn't put any, like, superhero or James Bond movies on my list. Ah, oh, man. They very I didn't well. put any superheroes or horror movies on my list. I didn't put any MCU or well, Star Wars films on the list. That too. Well, there's no Star Wars film that would make this list. Yeah, I don't consider Star Wars an action film. I thought, Even if you consider it an action, it wouldn't make my top five. I thought best Rogue, action the films. only one that was going to was Rogue One for me. I thought that was a good uh, action one. So, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. But uh, at number five, I have three hundred. Hey, you're mention. fucking kidding me. I have three hundred. What well, number? You from two thousand six? No. What? Yeah. No- yeah. What number <laughs> was it on your list, genius? It was only we. It was only the uh, the, the top five, not the top <laughs> two. Th- 2006 movies. <laughs> no, year 2006. Oh, okay. It's my number five, too. Uh, okay. I, uh, it was an honorable mention for me. I've watched it like four times, and I just, the more I watch it, the less I like it. Less I, like I could it. probably agree with that, but I haven't watched it a whole lot of times. So maybe like the once in the theater and then once like when it came out on video. Got so it. it still is in my mind as something I really enjoyed. Okay. You can passively watch it and, and enjoy it. Uh, my number five is um, Taken uh, with Liam Neeson. Really enjoyed the first one. Uh, oh, I, I'm like, oh, crap. That's on my list. And I'm like, oh, it's not on my list. It's an honorable mention, apparently. It's on my short list. Oh, okay. I thought I, had, I, thought I put it in my top five, but... Apparently, I didn't. So. I really like Taken. It's a good film, and I've seen that many times because they always replay it. The other ones are not good. Like, two and three kind of I, get repetitive and boring. Yeah. Um, no, I think I meant to put Taken in my top five, but uh, some more reason I didn't. I so. think part of the main reason is, to that trailer for the Taken was top-notch, was awesome. It got you right in that frame, and very well done for the uh, trailer. It gets you excited about it. Uh, Blake, what's your number? I, number five was three. It didn't make it didn't make my list because I didn't. I don't think I've watched that movie. Really? <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever seen it. Taken. Is I just t- have no des- I've I've had no uh, desire to. Uh, the first, first Taken was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially for a action movie, which I'm not a huge fan of as a genre in the first place. But because yeah. next week our top five is top five genres. Top five favorite genres we like to watch. Ooh, <laughs> excellent. Uh, spoiler, action will not be on my list. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Blake, we know porn is going to be your number one next week. Uh, so five, 300 was five for you. Three, 300 was my number five because okay. I also went no superhero movies. Like Jeff, because you know we're great minds, we think alike. Although I added horror movies. Okay, um, well, I don't have any horror movies on my list, so that well, was now, neither do I. So there you go. I didn't purposely keep them off. I just tend not just to like them, so it. they wouldn't have made my list anyway. Uh, horror is a genre. That's all I gotta say. Uh, it is kind of interesting to see movies that were recommended for like action movies, and I'm like, no, no, yeah, no. And we'll get to a few of those later just because I was the same way, Blake. I'm looking at these like, eh, I don't yeah. think that really. Um, number five for you, Brian. Uh, number five for me, mm-hmm. Fast Five. Oh, okay. What's your number That's four? That's where the, uh, they, they oh, introduced four. The Rock t- to, uh, <laughs> to the franchise. Uh, oh, Rock's rock. first appearance. Why is he not in this one? The Rock. Uh, I think it is. I don't think he's probably going to be in any more of the originals. Like, it'll, they'll probably keep just doing spinoffs for him. Gotcha. Just because he and like they had a big, they had a, a lot of problems filming uh, With between him and, him and 
Tyrese and Vin Diesel. Gotcha. So from uh, the way I read it, like they got through the best that they could. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's just decided that he didn't want to film with them anymore. So he's just, gotcha. uh, he just told them like, Hey, I'm going to make you a ton of money. Just keep doing spinoffs with me. And they were like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm bringing Jason. Yeah, I think, I think the, the, the real reason is, is that, uh, he's too occupied with his exploratory committee for his 2024 presidential run. 2028 is what he said. 2028, 2024, because this old guy that we got in there ain't going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's going to be, you know what, though? He's going to be replaced by another old guy. Don't worry. He'll be replaced by another old guy. And then he'll be replaced by another old guy. I don't know why everything. I don't know why things don't get changed. Unfortunately, you're correct. Probably. Who knows? I don't know why things don't get changed. I don't know. We have a 90 year old. Right, that's down the hall. This sorry. discussion should be taken down the hall. Uh, I'm Brian, sorry. number four, is that Fast and Furious 4? Yeah. Uh, it is not. Four. Oh. Fast and Furious it's seven. <laughs> too Fast, Too Furious. Tokyo Drift. What's your number four, Brian? I'm sorry. Uh, number four, Fast and Mad Furious, Max Jurassic, Fury. Jurassic Park. Blake, shut it. I'm sorry, Mad Max Fury Road? Yep. They're making a prequel to that. They're making a prequel to that. Mm-hmm. That was close. They already made yeah. it. It was called Mad Max. Okay, sorry. They're making a prequel <laughs> with Charlize character in it. Um, Are they still doing it? I thought they weren't going to do it. Tom Hardy's not coming back. That's why they're doing a prequel. Uh, so. Yeah, so an older Charlie's. what are they going to do? Artificially I, I, make her young? I don't know. I didn't make it. I, I don't know. They, they're going to take her face from uh, for two days in the valley mm. and superimpose it on her. They're going to take her face off. So this is a really <laughs> stupid question, Brian, but you expect that from me. Do you, I've never seen it. Do you need to see the other ones to understand it? Or is it pretty much like just go in? You're fine without it. Uh, like the Mel Gibson ones. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. No, they're individual. They're separate. Yeah. I mean, I, but do you have to enjoy the Tina Turner song from Beyond Thunderdome? We don't need you can a mute. hero. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. All right. I mean, I think I've seen the other ones, but I was so, uh, it was like in the, when they came, like I was a young end. I remember watching them with my brothers and that. So I was just wondering, just wondering. Uh, so Tom Hardy is still attached to the to the prequel. Really? Wow. I heard he wasn't. Okay. Yep. Uh, Blake, what's your number four? All right. So my number four, uh, I hope he did because these are the only two that you could probably qualify as uh, comedy action. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first one was Hot Fuzz from 2007. Mm-hmm. And then... This is this may be a stretch, but I figured it was about uh, a a action actor making action films because uh, Dolomite was his name and fucking up motherfuckers was his game. There you go. I'll give you that. Dolomite is my name. Twenty nineteen. Wow. One of the one of the few bright bright uh, movies to watch during the horrible pandemic of twenty twenty. Uh, my number four, Eddie Murphy. Uh, my number four was Shoot 'Em Up. 
with Clive Owen. So fucking messed up and weird, but I really enjoyed that film. It makes no sense, and it's awesome. So, uh, Jeff, number four. Yeah. yeah. Shoot Up is one that I haven't seen, but sounds like something I would like. Well, actually, it sounds like something I wouldn't like, but then again, something I would like. It's so ridiculous, it's awesome. Uh, let's see, my number four. My number four, I went ahead and I, I put The Hunger Games. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed The Hunger Games. The first Hunger Games. The yes. first one, yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I agree. The, the first franchise. one was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. No, it was just the first movie, The Hunger Games. The se- second movie w- w- was all right. They had parts of it that I liked. The third and fourth movies just kind of lost me. Jeff, is it just because there's kids blowing up and you just don't like kids? Is that why? That's part of it. Okay. I mean, you can't, can't argue that when kids are dying left and right. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> number three. Uh, my number three is Tenet. You saw that, what, seven times? So you, did it? Uh, well, I, I saw it once. Okay. Felt like seven. Okay. <laughs> then you saw it again with the subtitles. <laughs> I didn't need subtitles. Uh, I, I kind of was able to follow on what was going on. So, Blake, he didn't need Time's subtitles. Up. He just ignored what the plot was. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, it's an action movie. Do you need a plot? Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, I like that it's coming to HBO Max in May, and it's the the one service that Christopher Nolan did not want it to go to. <laughs> it is going to HBO Max. Um, oh, well. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Uh, number three for me. Do you, do you think they would re-release that in the theaters once everything opens up? Maybe. No? I don't think they will. I think I could be wrong. They might, but. I think the issue is real estate. I don't know if they have enough uh, screens because once the theaters really open up in America, there's about 100 films that were coming out within a span of six months. Um, we didn't even talk. Shang-Chi came out the trailer for it. I don't know what's going on in it, but it looks fun. Sure. I mean, you. I think there's going to be so many films coming out that I don't think they're going to have. I think they're going to. I think they're going to destroy each other. I don't think know if any film is really going to uh, capitalize on it because I think there's going to be so many films coming out come September, September and October. Uh, let's see here. Uh, my number three is I um, Hobie did Kickass one and two. Really enjoy those films. Really enjoy superhero films. movie. Not MCU. I just said no MCU. You, yeah, you just said MCU. That's That's right. That was my guess. Jeff and I were no super. I would, I, I, could, I, would I put, consider Kickass, but yeah, it fell under superhero for me. Yeah, I would have put Kickass on there if I didn't exclude superhero movies. Okay. Uh, Blake was your number three. Uh, my number three. This is where I, I differ from Jeff. Mm-hmm. But you know, Bond, Bond's become more of an action hero probably in the past twenty years, and and I think. I really enjoy Casino Royale, two thousand six. Oh yeah, oh, I love the movie. I just film. so there were too many Bond movies yeah. in the, the era that I just decided to eliminate them all as an option. But but no, Casino Royale is probably my favorite of them that came out. Yeah, Spain. Me likeed. except for the part where he's getting his balls hit. That's not a good part for anybody. Well, that would they even made it more memorable. Oh, uh, not in a good way. Not in a good way. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Shocking Bri- horror way. Brian, what's your number three and two? Unless uh, you're a masochist. Th- 
through. Or if you're a sadist, you'd enjoy that too. Brian, what's your number three and two? Okay, Brian, go ahead. Um, go ahead. I won't interrupt the end. Shut it, Brake. Shut it. All right, I'll be quiet. It's a mute. <laughs> uh, number three, uh, I've got uh, the Equalizer and Equalizer 2. Is that Denzel? He hobied it. Yep. Okay. Not Queen Latifah. Not, not Equalizer not 3. Show. Is there an Equalizer 3? No. Oh. No. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't even know. Like I don't even remember those films coming out. Like I saw the list. No, do I? Like I saw the list of like the top action films of like the last you know twenty years or so. I didn't even realize they came out. Like I felt like they went way under the radar. Were those Jason Statham films? No, it's Denzel. Denzel. Uh, I didn't even know they made. Oh, I'm thinking of the Transporter. I'm sorry. That's his number two. Yeah. Go ahead. Did what's your number two, Brian? I'm look up Equalizer now too. Sorry. Uh, Atomic Blonde. Damn it! You should have said Transporter. He's oh. not playing into your joke. <laughs> Atomic Blonde is another one that I need to see. That looks like one that I think I would really enjoy. I've that's seen parts of it, but not the entire movie through. Is that Charlize, Brian? It is. Yeah, I mean, I stop and watch Charlie's when I'm channel hopping, but I don't think I've ever watched it from beginning to end. Damn it. Everything I look up for Equalizer is the Queen Latifah one. Damn it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jesus. Not the Edward Woodward one? Not the Jason Statham one? Equalizer in 2014 made $192 That did really well. It did good enough for... Denzel to come back and do his first sequel ever, so... Really? Yep. Damn. Yeah, doesn't was, he have to get out of tax, out of what he owes in taxes? I mean, he's got to make some money, right? He's directed, it was directed by Antoine Fuqua. I didn't realize that either. Antoine Fuqua. Jesus. I like Antoine Fuqua. He did King Arthur. Wow. I'm just looking at this now. I'm just trying to see what's on. Right. So very well worth it, huh, Brian? Huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm very really enjoyable. Serious. I'm really serious. I didn't even realize they made a sequel to it. Good for them. Okay. Uh, Blake, what's your number two? Crank? Gladiator. Oh. Do you like Gladiator? <laughs> you like Gladiator movies? Uh, that was the best picture from the year 2000, Jason. It, it barely made the cut. Jason. Eh. But it was the best picture. And it was eh. the best picture of 2000. That's right. Uh, my number two? I mean, I mean, who could argue with Gladiators, man? How more action-y can you get? Come on. We're talking about making a sequel to that. Yeah, I'm not sure if I like that or idea or not, but... They can oh make well. it. They just can't have Russell Crowe return. Yeah, Russell Crowe's like old fat Gladiator dude now. Oh, and his character's dad. Well, that too. Spoiler alert of a. But I thought they were gonna like, you know, Gladiator and Hades or something. I don't know what the hell. Well, that would be interesting. Following the afterlife. Yeah, that's what I thought the plot was, wasn't it? Uh, That was the original plot, the original sequel idea. Now they're having. I think it's his son is going to take over. 
Son of Gladiator. Love it. Oh, okay. Um, Equalizer is well, not no on any streaming 3, services. That's for sure. You got to rent it. You got to pay for it, it says. Sorry. Um, let's see. My number two is The Kingsman. Uh, I really love the, that, that film. Have not seen the second one, but I really love the first one. Um, it's I, just, I enjoyed it, the first one. Yeah. It More has some good I've... action sequences in it. The, the fight in the church is really cool. I think the whole thing is just fun. I really enjoyed it. The fight in the bar is awesome. The woman with the scissor legs. I mean, it's just... It's, well, that was a little weird. It's ridiculous. You're weird, Blake. <laughs> you know what it is? I yeah. think I didn't particularly... I just didn't care for the, the lead actor. The, uh, guy, the, the male? The British? Yeah. I yeah, the kid, the, the kid from uh, One Direction. No. <laughs> He looks like he probably could have been in a boy band. <laughs> he was Elton John. Uh, he was. Um, he was good in that movie, too, was Elton yeah. John. Uh, but but for, uh, was it Taron Edgerton? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, uh, for some reason, I just, I don't know. I think he was my problem with that movie. I didn't like him in it. Well, he doesn't like you. Uh, That's fine. What's your number? I didn't say I didn't like him. I just didn't like him in that role. What's your number two and one, Jeff? Uh, my number two is the Born Identity, the original one, the oh. one called the Born Identity. Yes, I, I, I don't know which one. Is <laughs> There's four of them. I think. He couldn't Five. put any Bond movies in. There's too many of them, but there was there weren't too many Born Identities yet. Well, there was only one Born Identity. That's true, but there's a lot of Born. Stuff. There were only like five Born movies, and. Yeah. One of them didn't even have uh, Jason Bourne in it, so. <laughs> that was Jeremy Renner, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your number and one? I had, uh, my number one is uh, Kill Bill. Ah. Oh, the that first was one? Easy. Or the whole series? Both of them? Both. Of them. Okay. I, I agree with uh, Quentin Tarantino and consider the two movies pretty much one whole movie. Okay. Uh, my number one, uh, I did I said no MCU, but it didn't say no superhero film. And I had to, because I really, I get stuck watching this every time. Cause I love it so much. Brian likes this film too. Jeff likes this film. Jim likes this film. I don't know about Blake. The Punisher with Thomas Jane. God, I love that film. Love it. Never saw it. Um, Hey Brian, God's going to sit this one out. God, I love that line. Love it. Uh, I love the Punisher film with Thomas Jane. It's amazing. And even his um, his short that he did with his, uh, Dirty Laundry or something like that. Great. Dirty Laundry, yeah. Yeah, great. Especially when he has the, beer, the whiskey bottle. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Blake, what's your number one? My number one, I picked it because I found it delightfully very entertaining, despite the fact that I've been loathing almost all the Tom Cruise movies he's made in the past 20 years. Ooh. But I but it had Blunt in it too, so that made it a great plot. Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, I really enjoyed 2014's Edge of Tomorrow. Never saw it, but I heard good things about it. I heard that's things. another one that I got to put on my <laughs> list. It was good and actiony, and it had humor, especially you know when he keeps reliving the day over and over again and keeps like dying real quick because <laughs> he keeps making the stupid mistake. But yeah, you know, I, I I found it to be awesome. And, you know, if you're an Emily Blunt fan, too, it's good. 
Good stuff. Okay. Uh, Brian, number one. Despite the fact that I had time travel. Is it technically time travel? You're just reliving the day over and over again. That's true. I feel like I'm reliving this over and over. Would you let Brian go, it, number one? It was good groundhoggy. Yeah, it was good groundhoggy. Brian, please tell us what your number one is. Uh, number one for me, uh, the John Wick series. Oh, I should have known uh, that was I, yours. <laughs> I was stunned that you picked John Wick. So yeah. I DVR'd them. I got one and two on my DVR, but it's on regular cable, so I don't know if it's going to take away the violence on it. So, a little bit. So I may. I, I want to see them, and you've talked many th- times about them. So I want to watch them. I have them on DVR though. So uh, you're a big Keanu fan, aren't you? Aren't you? Big, big fan. Uh, did you Who read? Isn't? Did you read his comic book? I saw you bought it, but did you read the it? Berserker? Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? It's awesome. Okay. I, like to be completely honest, I. I it's the first comic book I've ever bought in my entire life. Wow. Okay. Like I, I, I was reading about the, sh- the, the show that they're going to do the movie and all that stuff. And then saw that it was a comic book. Um, uh, went down to paper street and he had it. So did you buy the autograph uh, version for like a thousand? <laughs> uh, I, I did not. Oh, okay. Uh, if you want, I can autograph it for you. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I figured. I'd just get somebody else to autograph it. And, and then it would be a lot cheaper. Right. Would you tell Paper Street that if they give us a couple copies of the $1,000 ones, like for all of us, uh, that we'll give them, like, free promos for a month? <laughs> that's a lot of IOUs, man. Speaking I don't of think pro- they realize what treasure trove of IOUs I don't, IOU I don't think Jimmy's going to fall for that, okay. but I'll ask him. You know what, intern? I, I got to swing by there tomorrow, so I'll ask him. You know what? You have some power. You could do up to six months. Negotiate with him up to six months. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him that up front. Start uh, low. Yeah. Yeah. Start with a week. <laughs> and then go. <laughs> Speak of promos, we're sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 17th through the 19th. Get your tickets at Cincinnati Comic Expo next month, I think. Uh, things are opening up, get your vaccine shots and you can go down to Cincinnati convention center, Duke energy convention center and see Hobie. there playing trivia on the stage. Hey, uh, also and hopefully hosting other panels. Yep. Keanu Reeves may or be there. Introduced. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. You will might be. be. There. Uh, might, uh, no, can't say well, no. just might. Clive Owen may be there. Um, he Topher, might. Topher, Topher Grace might be there. Um, God, I hope not. <laughs> he's uh, just as Venom. You, uh, you can get him to sign your your that seventy show box set. Actually, action star Topher Grace might be there. He was in Venom. He was in Predators. I mean, uh, you know, I think he was not in Venom. Sorry, he was in Spider Man Three as Venom. As Venom, I'm <laughs> sure he's coming back in Venom yeah. too, though. I'm sure he'll be back in Venom too. They'll get rid of Tom Hardy for him. So September seventeenth through nineteenth. Don't forget. Yeah, I think uh, T- Tony Moran might be there. The original, you know, Michael Myers from yes. Halloween. We'll talk about that next week, too, Burley. <laughs> Got that. Uh, real quick here, we had some honorable, or I'm sorry, we had um, picks from our listeners for top five. 
Uh, Dev. <sighs> yeah. Cradle to the grave. Oh, Dev, John by the Rule? way, who actually does a real history podcast, by the way. Eh, does he? Uh, On occasion. <laughs> uh, he, had, he hobied that shit at number four. Want it and The Accountant. I forgot about Want It. Uh, the Accountant's an awesome movie. That's Ben Affleck, right? Yeah, and uh, uh, who's the girl? Uh, um, Anna Kendrick. Oh. Anna Kendrick. I would watch it just for her. Uh, number three, Eagle Eye. Oh, this is a good one. Number two, Smoking Aces. That is a great film. Uh, great. Yeah, that is an honorable mention. And two guns, he had. Uh, and number one, Six Underground. So. Yeah, that wasn't good. Nisi, Nisi. She had the Revenant, Revenant just because of the bear. Uh, Mission Impossible, three hundred. Which was. Mission Impossible was before 2000. She's saying it's Mission Impossible 2 then. How about that? Okay. Yeah, we're going with that. 2, I think, was in 2000. So all the others were after 2000, but the first one was like 96, I want to say. Who's counting? Number 3, 300. Number 2, John Wick. And number 1, Avengers. Honestly, there are a lot of great ones to choose from. There was, actually. Uh, Jared Mills. Uh, He had shoot, shoot him up. Good job. Inglorious Bastards, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, all the John Wicks, and Hardcore Henry, which was that first Hardcore person Hardcore Henry. Yeah, my uh, my uh, buddy, Mr. Cool, mm-hmm. told me I should put that on my list, but uh, I, since I didn't see it, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's all first but person. But he raved, yeah, he raved about it. It's pretty cool from Mr. Cool. Uh, Brian, ow. He had he uh, he said no comic or sci-fi, otherwise it would be too hard. So he had Taken, hey, Casino Royale, The Born Born Identity, Kingsman, The Secret Service, and Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. Uh, Steve Mission at Impossible. Steve at E I L F M. Every time I learn from movies. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, the Protector. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, got into your stash there, Brian. Dark Knight, and Dark Knight was, I was thinking of that one. The Raid, <clears throat> and he got into Brian Stash again, Mad, Ma- Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, Randall Holt, RJ Holt, 666, he's not evil. He's just handled that way. Number five, Deadpool and Deadpool 2, he hobied it. Number four, Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2. Number three, John Wick. Number two, pretty much every MCU movie. And number one, Kick-Ass. Uh, yes. Kevin at Cincy Explorer had Deadpool, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Oh, so good. Casino Royale, Inception, and The Dark Knight. Uh, two more here. Uh, Cinema Guys, Brad, had Fast Five. Seriously. Uh, the Raid, <laughs> 300, John Wick, and Mad Max Fury Road. Did you just copy his list? <laughs> And number... I was waiting how long it would take before you called it Furry Road. I did not call it Furry... <laughs> did I? You, you just oh. said it that time. My bad. Doctor number I one. I heard Furry. Ah, oh, son of a bitch, Doctor number one. <laughs> number five, Shotteroot... Shotteroot... 
Every week I feel like I get better and then I fuck it up the following week. Shaturi. <laughs> but, no, that's, it's not Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry. It's a, it's a wine and cheese cutting board. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Number four, driving. Charles dri- Curry. Number four, driving nude makes me horny. I don't think that's a movie. That's just what he feels like. <laughs> uh, number three, shark tutory. Shockery. Shark tutory. Shark tutory. Shark tutory. <laughs> number two, Star Trek. Wait a minute. <laughs> and number one, Star Trek 2009. Number one, you say Star Trek? Yeah. And number one, shark tutory. Is that better? That's probably the best you've ever said it. Okay, good. Just making sure. Screw you. Um, let's see here. Anyways, there you go. There's your top five. Uh, bad idea of this week is uh, number 29, being Bernie Madoff. Just fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, Brian, d- real quick, do you have some quick obituaries? What do you got here? Uh, let's see here. We have some big Maybe. ones. Yeah. We got What are the what are the big ones? I'll tell you if I've got them. <laughs> that one, big guy. <laughs> Brian just called him oh, out. Oh, you mean uh you mean the rapper Black Rob? No. Black Rob. Oh, Black okay. Rob passed away this okay. week. Who else? Uh former Vice President Walter Mondale. Not that I guy. Missed that. I'll be honest. I thought he was dead already, and I'm not trying to be mean. I really thought <laughs> yeah. he was just dead. <laughs> I was like, oh. I didn't even know he was still alive. <laughs> he was 93. Um, we had. Oh, Felix you know what? I guess. Yeah, I guess he's not going to be running for 2024. No, no. The Rock is though. Uh, who else, Brian? 2028. Who no. is Felix Sella? He played cousin It on the Adams Family. Mm-hmm. The TV show or the movies? TV show. Oh, okay. Thank you. And then we had uh, Helen McCrory. Mm, this one sucks. She was 52, I think. Died of yeah. cancer. Um, cancer sucks. Who, uh, who was she married to? Um, I forget who she was married to, but another well-known actor. And, um, yeah, she um, she has two teenage sons, 13 and 14 years old. But, yeah, that, that one really sucks. She is awesome on Peaky Blenders. Yeah, is that still going on? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in Harry Potter, Peaky Blinders. She, if you saw her, you would know she was in a lot of good stuff. So, uh, what else? Anyone else? Uh, those are the four that I had, but obviously more people, I guess, Blake. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that was a downer. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, thanks for listening this week. Uh, I'm glad you're not dead. Uh, you're listening. And, uh, yeah, well, it, it was, it was the, uh, uh, 29th, what? 39th, 29th anniversary of the death of, uh, Alfred Hawthorne Hill. Would that be Benny Hill? Correct. Yep. Benny Hill. I did forget about that one. I don't think you could make the Benny Hill show now. I'm almost guaranteeing that. 
Uh, maybe? No. No. That would be the first victim of cancel culture right away. Uh, so yeah. There, there is uh, your History of Bad Ideas podcast. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week. And uh, Oh, wait. You, you also said the death of the Super League. Who? Oh, the Super League. Super League. Yep. Super League. We're at the sign. Super League died this week. Yep. A day after it was born. born. <laughs> it did not it was last premature. Oh. Uh, Roger says. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. No. We got to do titles, titles real quick. For the show. Yeah. I'm fucking. We up. all knew we had to. We're you know what? We didn't even get to do our honorable mentions. Yeah, fine. It's fine. Uh,. <laughs> Here's the thing. I miss a week and I, I'm all screwed up here. Give me some titles for the show, Brian. What do you got? Um, where's my potatoes? <laughs> uh, Pilates and cheese. <laughs> uh, we did Big D. I thought of that one too, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no gay cowboys. <laughs> God, no, we can't use that one. Uh, a Steph Curry board. <laughs> That's it for me, Jeff. Let's see, I had Son of Gladiator, uh, snorting the cheese. I had snorting the cheese. Uh, I forgot to keep watching. Uh, Space Raptors. And screw you, Anderson Cooper. Here's your anus. <laughs> I had, this is my favorite one, Fast and Tyrannosaurus. Uh, just because of Brian made me laugh at that one a lot. Uh, are you having a stroke? Uh, better at taking bribes. Uh, snorting the cheese. Uh... Inhaling the cheese. What's a twist? And um, nuclear color. I don't know why, but nuclear color made me laugh on that one. So, <laughs> uh, anything specific that we like? I like the fast transors. I'm okay if we don't do that one. Anyone? Anyone? Real quick. So, screw you, Anderson Cooper. Here's nope, your nope, anus. Nope, 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 nope. What if we change Anderson to Mr. So it's just screw you, Mr. Cooper. No, 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 no. What's wrong with that? It's a no. name of a planet. If you don't go with anything, I'm going to do snorting cheese here in a second. Anyone? Anyone? Brian, what um, you got? That, that sounds like a bad example to set for the children. I'm going with Pilates and cheese or where's my potatoes? <laughs> I like the where's my potatoes. Go with where's my potatoes. Good job, Brian. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Yeah, you're where's my potatoes in the uh See, pirate now you're just accent. making it rough, Brian Blake. It's just too long. God. <laughs> where's my potatoes? Arr, that way. Arr, 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 where's my potatoes? <laughs> what accent is that? You are
into a hobie.